Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Welcome to the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds for the next two hours. And Wes, it's good to see you. I did miss you over the weekend. Did you really? I did. Because we work so often together. (laughs) And then I was like, you know, looking up. I went to the game Saturday night, South Bend, to see USC get trounced uh, by uh, Tim Murray's Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And then, like, Sunday, I was like, oh, Wes was, like, halfway through the show doing seven hours in the green zone. So I did miss you, but I do have a question for you because I know you're an Indiana guy. So it's back in Indiana, your home state. What's up with time zones? Like I tweeted out this morning, join Wes and I here on Vista and the Lombardi line, and I put the wrong time zone. Like I forget, why do we have time zones? Why can't it just be one universal time and I say the Lombardi line starts at 9 a.m.? Yeah, exactly, uh, because then it would be noon for us, and uh, right. obviously a much better sleeping pattern. But yeah, Indiana was always kind of that outlier st- uh, state years ago, because half the state would be on Central Time, I, and half of it would be on Eastern Time, and then when Mitch Daniels was governor, they passed the Daylight Savings Time, so now, you know, like Evansville is not an hour behind Bloomington or right. something anymore. Well, that's the part I didn't get, because we, we, we go into Chicago, which is Midwest Time, and then you go to South Bend, Indiana, and that's on Eastern Time. We were all confused all weekend. It's good to be back. But I do have to start with last night's game on Monday Night Football because mm-hmm. I thought it was the quarterback play that set back quarterback play for about 100 years well, when you watch Geno and Jameis. If you watch the ESPN2 version of the broadcast last night, you saw two uh, quarterbacks, two brothers, their faces, they were like in agony watching this game. <laughs> He's like, that, that, that's just a bad series. Right. That's just a bad series. And and you could, it, it's like, man, if these guys were coaches, now I know why Peyton Manning doesn't want to go into coaching because he would blow his top oh, at yes. some of this quarterback play that we saw. 13-10, to 10, the Saints uh, get the win. They don't get the cover. The game goes well under the posted total of 42 here. And, Wes, again, look, to me it's such a stark contrast when you watch this game last night. And an idiot like I am thinking, all right, I'll just tease down the over and take the Saints. That didn't cash either. And I knew I was dead in the water when I'm watching this game in the first half. And I'm thinking, oh, where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. And it's such a stark contrast when you watch G- Gino and then you watch Jameis on the other side. And even in the fourth quarter on the game-winning field goal drive, Jameis Winston misses a tight end screen that the Manning brothers broke down. Eli broke down. Mm -hmm. It's the easiest touchdown pass that he'll ever, never throw. Mm -hmm. If he just dumps the ball off. The play is designed, Wes, as you would know, to literally get the snap, 
hold it for a second, and throw to the tight end who's got four blockers at the five-yard line. Guess what? Saints cash the ticket if they land the five and a half. Exactly. Uh, I ended up just on the under last night, and it never was a never really was a no doubter. And look, when you look at it, you know Seattle obviously without Russell Wilson, there is a major drop off in that team. But the New Orleans Saints as well off a bye week. Now the defense was very solid for the most part, except for uh, Lattimore getting tons of penalties. It seemed like he, he was he was the guy they were picking on last night but nevertheless you know you get that Saints offensive performance and we know uh because we were talking to uh John Clayton Tim Murray and I this weekend on the green zone he was one of our guests on Sunday he was like no I think they're probably going to keep the training wheels on Jameis Winston because it's working right now because they're five and they're five and two right now or four and two rather so why change it if it ain't broke don't fix it but you could tell they're not really taking chances with this guy they're not letting him fling it down the field we know he can do that now we know he can commit turnovers too. led the league two years ago when he was the quarterback at Tampa Bay and that's why he's no longer the quarterback at Tampa Bay. However, you know, the Saints, that was a little bit of a shaky offensive performance off a of bye week because I think the bye week, it ended up being, I don't know if this is an aberration or going to be a new rule here, the bye week teams were 0-4 this week against the number. And that is, we'll have Steve Mackinac on tomorrow, one of the trends we talked about last week that did not come through because normally they win at about a 65% clip that road teams coming off a of bye week uh, that are favored Normally cover that number. That didn't happen with the ACL. The final number there was two and a half against Miami on Sunday. They win by two. And, of course, last night that number, as we saw here, BetMGM was five and a half, and they win by three. So those kind of reverse trends Mm -hmm. hit this weekend. But uh, I was to your point there, Wes. I was watching that game offensively, and I'm thinking, Sean Payton, like you are a genius. We know you're an offensive genius. And I guess to your point, he just didn't feel like – he had to do that much to win the game. Let me do enough to win the game. Get out of here on a wet day and not let Jameis Winston, the guy that threw over 30 touchdown passes and 30 interceptions. Think of that. As a starting quarterback just a couple years ago in Tampa, it's an astounding stat that I hope we never see again because 30 picks is a ton of picks. You know, Dave, I was uh, looking at this graphic here. I was like, uh, you know, I didn't know if our, our, if our staff, our crack staff here at Visa made a mistake, which, of course, they never do. They never I should do. Never, I should no. never doubt that. But I saw Alvin Kamara, 128 receiving yards Whoa. and only 51 rushing yards. I was like, wait a minute, is that backwards? No, it's not backwards because that begs the question and that really tells you <laughs> that Sean Payton is not – exactly taking the training wheels off Jameis Winston here. These are short passes. These are low-risk plays. He does not want him to turn the ball over. And I believe this is his fourth game this season where he doesn't have a turnover. But you can tell the reason why he doesn't have a turnover is because this is a very by-the-numbers, very conservative game plan. And we know Sean Payton is a guy that likes to take a risk, and he's a guy that likes to be innovative, likes to be creative with his offensive play calling and play design by nature. He is not doing that right now, but you know he's letting his defense win the game, and he's letting his running game win the games for him. And right now they are doing that. They are currently four and two. But I was kind of, when we flip it forward here over the next minute or so, I was kind of thinking, okay, how is the market going to react off that Saints performance on Monday Night Football? And they're reacting like I thought that they would because Tampa Bay is getting a little bit of the support here early on. They open up at four and a half here as the Buccaneers will then go to New Orleans next week. So now they're going to be the road favorite. And look, when you watch the Buccaneers and what they did to the Bears, you understand that opening line of uh, four and a half and the over-under set at 50 and a hook here, Wes. So let's spin it forward because, again, I'm with you, though, on the Saints' defense. And and I was I was impressed. And, again, it's Geno Smith. They don't really have a running game right now. And, really, to be honest, Seattle doesn't have much of an offense without Russell Wilson. Again, it's such a stark contrast when you watch Geno Smith and you realize that's why Russell Wilson is always in the MVP conversation because he does everything for that offense. So we'll flip it to, uh, in a second to the Seahawks, but let's stay here with the Buccaneers and the Saints because – it would, it would seem to me that four and a half, that number's going to go up. Based on what we saw, that if you think that you want to back the Saints, maybe wait for this yeah. number to go. How high do you think it might go before we get to Sunday? Yeah, I could see maybe five and a half or six, because when I was looking at the, the look-ahead number on this game, uh, I be, yeah, I believe it was four, 
And then uh, four was the look-ahead number. And then on Sunday night, they put it back out at four and a half. It's moved to five, kind of danced back and forth. So you could maybe see five and a half or six. I don't see it going much more north than that. I think eventually there could be some buyback because uh, one of the games I did hit on Sunday, and I don't really lay a lot of double-digit favorites in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I did with Tampa Bay, and I almost feel like I got away with one, even though you look, it's like, well, Wes, what are you talking about? They dominated the game. It was 38-3, to for God's sakes. But you look looked at Tom Brady in the first half. It was such a weird first half for him because he missed a lot of throws. He, he, he was overthrowing a lot of guys. I think he was 15 to 28 in the first half. He ended up being 20 for 36 for the game. Not exactly his best completion percentage, but oh, by the way, he still had four touchdown passes in the first <laughs> half. Uh, Mike Evans uh, uh, had the hat trick uh, with uh, six catches for 76 yards, three touchdowns, but it was like Tampa Bay really wasn't that great. And they still stomp the crap out of the Bears. So it's like, you know, that's why I think you're going to see Tampa Bay still get some action here. I would be leaning to the New Orleans side. I would need a little bit more. But it's no surprise that Tampa Bay is getting the early action here. No, I, I think you're spot on there. And again, you know, we'll hopefully have some time, if not today, but certainly coming up the, this weekend to talk more about the MVP selection here because 602 touchdown passes for Don Brady. He, he might face his toughest defense. We thought the Bears would give him a challenge. Not much, but you're right. They mm -hmm. slowed them down a little bit, even in a blowout win for Tampa Bay. The Saints defense is they're, they're rushing the passer well. We know that. They've got a good front. Yeah, they had five sacks last night. And they and look, their back four can play. Okay, so I do think this will be the, the stiffest test that the Bucks are going to have. The problem to me will be if Brady and company get a lead and then Jameis has got to try to go to work mm -hmm. because I just don't see that happening. Well, you That's have to keep it like a one-score game, basically. So you don't want it to be like, okay, we're down 28-14 and then all of a sudden – we got to chuck and duck here and, uh, you know, hope for the best. Okay, let's flip it very quickly in the final minute before we take a quick timeout, Wes. Let's look at the Jags and the Seahawks. Yeah, the Jags and the Seahawks next week. Oh, boy, hold your nose in this one. So right now, open up Seattle three and a half. Again, uh, the one-win Jags coming to town to the Pacific Northwest. Boy, it, again, it's hard to back Seattle mm -hmm. after what you watched mm -hmm. last night. And again, their defense played as well as they might play all year. Yes. And they still couldn't get the W. And I, and I look at this line here, by the way, Jacksonville coming off that bye after that win in London a couple weeks ago. But I look at this and it's like it's three minus 120 at some places, three minus 115 here at BetMGM. And it's like. That can't be right. This is the Seattle Seahawks. Just because we always talk about if default home field is three, which is kind of, you know, maybe a misnomer. But if, you know, for argument's sake, let's say default home field advantage is three. We know Seattle's home field advantage is higher than three basically every single year. And that's why I think you saw them get back last night because yeah. it's like, wow, they can't be a five point home underdog to anybody. That's such a good home field advantage. And to see them only laying three to Jacksonville, that guy its first win and you wonder how this team is going to react off a of bye week now this is a first year nfl head coach a rookie quarterback a lot of new faces on this team are they going to be like yeah guys we got to win you know we don't have an offer by our name or are they going to keep that sense of urgency so as of right now this is a game i want absolutely nothing to do with <laughs> got there right there with you Wes. and again i look at it a couple ways trevor lawrence right now leads the league tied for the league lead with patrick mahomes with 11 turnovers here at the quarterback position, which is absolutely astounding. Can the Seahawks turn them over? Because they are starting to show some signs of life with Herb and company in Jacksonville. But I'm, I'm with you. Probably a stay-away spot for me. When we come back, yes, the World Series starts today. We're going to break it all down. And later on this hour, Will Hill will be here as well to talk World Series. It is the Lombardi Line of Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football season is here. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gain with responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back here on the Lombardi Line, Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, it is day number one, night number one of the World Series. I always get excited. I don't know how sports fans don't get pumped up for the World Series, but I look at this, and let's go macro here Mm -hmm. as we look at the World Series and try to peg down how we think it's ultimately going to end before it begins. So, if you're an Astros backer, obviously you've got four different ways you think this might play out in four, five, six, or seven. Same for the Bravos here. If you want to go a little bit less specific, you can pick just how many games without picking a winner, that you think it will end in, obviously, with those same options. So let's go over and workshop a couple of these ways that we can see it playing out. Of course, you would imagine the smallest long shot, if you will, is Astros in six. That right now is plus 400. Astros in seven, plus 450, as you see. So those are the smaller options on the board. Of course, the Braves being the overall underdog, if you want to pick them to win, you're going to get some better buyback value here. Do you like trying to nail down all right, which side I think I'm on and then try to get to a number? Yeah, I think so. I, I think you got to try to see. And look, uh, unless you don't have a good idea of the series, obviously you can always bet it game to game or you can bet series prices and see if you can trade out if you think it's going to be kind of a, a back and forth deal here. So, uh, you know, looking at the series price right now, I believe here at BetMGM, like $1.45 yeah, minus on the It's Astros, not as big as I thought it might be. Plus about a buck twenty-five on Atlanta here. So, you know, and you would have thought it would have been a little bit bigger, but I think maybe there's that sense in the market of maybe the Braves are a team of destiny to do this without Acuna, your M- your MVP candidate, to do this without Ozuna, who had had some off-the-field issues, to do this with uh, some injuries in your pitching staff and having to make some acquisitions at the deadline. Look, we, we kind of scoffed at that Jock Peterson acquisition yeah. from the Cubs. It was like, uh, that's just a throw-in deal. That that doesn't really matter. Huge. Jorge Soler, also a separate deal. But it's like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Jock, young Jock has absolutely come <laughs> to life here in the playoffs. And it's like, well, that acquisition turned out to be good because we always focus on, like, the big deals and then kind of the ancillary deals at the deadline we really don't pay attention to. So, uh, you know, 
Atlanta. Look, Brian Snitker. And these are two two managers that aren't kind of the young wonderkins either. No. Brian Snitker and Dusty Baker. So these aren't the guys that necessarily manage the game necessarily by numbers. They manage it a lot on feel. And there you go. I guess uh, kibosh to the numbers, guys, because you got Dusty Baker and Brian Snicker in the World Series, but they are absolutely justified being there. Well, that's interesting you say that because I know even from my D.C. days when Dusty Baker was there, they loved him, couldn't quite get him over the hump. Yeah. He's done this with a lot of teams, obviously the Chicago Cubs going yeah. back in the day, too. So He's one of the better clubhouse they clubhouse managers in the league, you know, maybe, maybe not from like, I don't want to say X's and O's cause that doesn't really apply to baseball, but you get where I'm going yes. here. He's not exactly, you know, considered the best strategic manager, but, but damn, if he doesn't get his guys to go to war for him, you he, know, he does. He, you're exactly right. The guys tend to love him uh, in that clubhouse. I think he's handled it pretty well with the scandal with the Astros. Every time he's asked about it, he's like, Hey man, it's kind of like, you know, my name's Paul. That's between y'all. Yeah. I wasn't here. Yeah, My name's Bennett nine and right. Exactly. He's just like, look, we've moved on from that. I, I don't know that the public has moved on from it, but it is interesting because I saw so many people say, basically, we're all rooting for Dusty and nobody's rooting for Houston. Like, mm -hmm. that's the vibe you get when you look at this World Series. And that does get reflected in the betting market here because nobody wants to root for the Astros. You know, nobody wants to root for Floyd Mayweather. Right. And, and people bet, uh, you know, people bet it accordingly because you see it oftentimes when you cover UFC and you cover MMA in general, the heel is going to get bet against in the market. They're like, oh, I don't like that John Jones, even though he's painted <laughs> as heel. I don't like that Conor McGregor. Yes. I don't like somebody. And that gets reflected in the market, and I think you're seeing that reflected a little bit here. Yeah, it, it, you're right. It's good for business, right? That, mm -hmm. that, that When teams like the Astros yeah. have a target on their back collectively that the general public doesn't exactly like them, you do see it reflected in the numbers. Somebody's so, got to wear the black hat. So to that end, though, I'll point out that Floyd Mayweather never lost. John Jones never lost. I wonder here if the heel being the Strohs, mm -hmm. if there's value at must minus 145 here west because i i to be blunt i thought this number would be bigger yeah and it's not yeah and i think one of the reasons uh it's not bigger by the way the pitching matchup is charlie morton and valdez i think charlie morton uh i always call him charlie my favorite morton because <laughs> he's one of my favorite pitchers to bet on here and look, he even though Max Fried is considered the ace, Charlie Morton is a little bit more of the steady Eddie. But this matchup, at least in game one, is going to come down to the fact that you're going against Framber Valdez, the left-hander. Uh, his sinker has really induced a lot of ground balls in the playoffs. I think it's a 70% ground ball rate in the playoffs. Uh, Atlanta, you know, knows how to put the ball in the air, got a good ground ball to fly ball ratio, but they're either going to have to lay off these sinkers or, and, you know, not take the bait, or they're going to have to fight off these pitches low in the zone. And you look, I, I mentioned going back to Charlie Morton, uh, he won, uh, you know, he goes against a team he won a World Series with right. in 2017. Uh, Charlie Morton, 19.8 strikeouts per walk ratio in wow. the three starts this poor postseason. But he might get a short hook from Brian Snitker because remember game three in the NLCS where he was just kind of walking the world a little bit, which Charlie Morton doesn't always do. But the Astros really are one of the best teams at not striking out. That's one thing they do very well. So they will be patient. Well, they will draw their walks. It's very interesting you bring that up uh, with Charlie Morton and certainly just specifically with the pitching and, and maybe Brian Snicker having a quick hook with some of his guys. I mean, Wes, we don't think of postseason baseball, postseason baseball. Now, the World Series of bullpen games. But that's where we are in 2021. How do you factor that in when you try to look ahead to the whole series to pick that exacto winner, if you will, mm -hmm. right? So if you're back in the Braves, when can they get it done? Because you're trying to you're trying to workshop who's going to get X starred in Game Five, yeah. Game Six. Will will there be a bullpen game? How do you factor that into the pricing when you try to pick the exacto winner? Well, that's what's made it more difficult, Dave, because you know this isn't the old days where it's like, hey, I'm going to stick with my guy through six innings, through hell or come Three hell or high water from my number one starter if it yes. goes seven, right? We, we yes. were so used to that. That never happens. Anymore. Yeah, no, they don't, and and they, these guys use these bullpens a lot, so that's what makes it a little bit more difficult, and that's what brings in kind of where you got to look at the full menu because you don't necessarily have to take side or total. You can clearly take you know series or try to take exact margin or do some player props because now that it's the World Series and it's the only baseball game on the board, you will see more books that maybe don't do a lot of player prop type stuff. They'll put some more up, so you're going to have more of a full menu 
you. So that's where you go with the pitchers, how many strikeouts, total bases, things like that. And, and I mean, that might be a way to go if you want to get involved betting in this and you're just not sure how this bullpen uh, situation is going to be. So, like, game one, one of the things that kind of stood out to me, depending on where you could find it, I kind of like Framber Valdez over his strikeouts. I think it's like four and a half at plus money right now. But you've got a Braves lineup that has not been the best against nope. left-handed pitching. So there you go, Valdez, 51.8%. He uses his sinker pretty much. Curveball is his best pitch. So the Braves, I don't think, are going to be able to lay off that stuff. You know, where you either got to fight it off or lay off. I think the Braves are probably going to take the bait here. And that's why I like Valdez in game one to get five strikeouts or more. When you look at the total games, again, without picking a winner per se in the series, because when you look at the pricing, that it's relatively close at minus 145, plus 120 here at BetMGM, would you then say, all right, I got to take the overs, even though they're heavily juiced, obviously, if you think we're getting five, mm-hmm. which I, I'm, we're assuming we're going to get that, right, at minus 700. You see that mass, massive number there. Is there any value at, at five and a half at minus 225? Or are you just laying too much for your liking? I think that's a little bit too much here because you wonder now. The Braves, I don't think, were expected to be here. And, and, and like I said, how much adversity they fought off this season. And the fact that the market, obviously, like America is rooting for the Braves. They're not rooting for the Astros. But... I, I think if this is going to be a short series, it's going to go more toward the Astros side I, because yeah. they, you know they've kind of been there, done that a little bit. This team, while the Braves aren't greenhorns in the postseason, the Astros clearly have more experience. I think as a roster. So uh, if this is going to go like a four-one series, I think it's going to go more to the Houston than the Atlanta side. I got to be honest with you, and again, as a long-suffering New York Metropolitan fan, this is like the worst possible World Series for me. I can't root for the Braves, mm-hmm. but then how do you root for the cheaters? Bang, 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 bang right. on, the, on the trash can. So, like, I'm torn. Well, just think of that 86 when they beat the Astros, when uh, Charlie Kerfeld was running smack on your New York Metropolitans, Ooh. and uh, they took care of business. People are like, you haven't won since 1986? And I go, no, I'm good. It happened in 1986. I'm just old. That's like Uh, my Hoosiers in 87. (laughs) We'll have that forever. Come on back. More World Series talk right here. We'll give you some MVP odds next on the Lombardi line. It is Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over-unders and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line. It is day number one of the World Series. Always get excited for that. So I think when you want to project here, Wes, and start thinking about MVPs, and we'll circle back a little bit to game one in specifics as well. But you're going to try to always find value for the MVP market, which obviously can be difficult to do. And what I'm seeing here now is, you know, you talk about, like, the quarterback being the MVP Mm -hmm. award now uh, in the NFL. Pitchers just... Don't really, I mean, you got to go down the board before you start looking at starting pitchers to possibly win an MVP. Do you ixnay the possibility of a pitcher winning an MVP right away because of what we talked about last segment, which is pitchers just don't go deep anymore unless it's right. potentially a reliever? Yeah, it's hard for me to consider. The one I might consider would be Charlie Morton uh, on his number. I think it's 20 to 1. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of the only one on the Brave side and then obviously the game one starter. And that's kind of who you have to consider if you think that this is going to go the distance. If you think this is going to go seven games, you could get three starts out of Charlie Morton. You could get three starts out of Framber Valdez. Uh, so those would be the only pitchers I would necessarily consider here, uh, but it, it's mostly going to be your hitters. That's why you see uh, I think Max Freed was the lowest pitcher uh, on that price there at 16-1. to 1. Uh, So that's why you don't see them kind of you know with the Altuve's of the world in terms of being a short price because neither team really has that dominant you know, uh, 
type pitcher where, no. where it's like, you know, where it's like, you know, Roger Clemens in the late 80s or something like that. Neither one of these teams have that type of pitcher. No, I, I can't even remember off the top of my head here, but I don't believe Verlander won it, even yeah. though he's the last guy in the postseason right. to throw a complete game because we just don't see uh, pitchers doing that anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, it's been an outlier. We haven't seen it in four years. So that's just not the way the game is managed. So it's hard to ma- to factor in a starting pitcher to say they're going to give the, 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 the latitude to go deep into a game. Because it used to be like when the Yankees were on their run uh, all those years ago where it's like, okay, we got starters. We got the Mucinas and the Pettits and the Clemenses that are going to go six innings, then go set up guy Jeff Nelson and then get it to Mo in the ninth. It doesn't work that way necessarily anymore for most teams. So you, you, you're going to have like a pitching by committee where they're going to use five, six guys pretty much boilerplate every single game. And Steven Strasburg and Matt Santos, our producer, a great job. 2019, he's the last pitcher to win the MVP in a mm-hmm. World Series. And remember, Strauss came out of the bullpen a lot mm-hmm. in that series against Houston there to, to help win that MVP award. So yeah. that's the other possibility here, that you could see a Charlie Morton, let's say, if we workshopped it, pitches a great game one, and then somewhere in a game four or five comes out of the pen, or maybe even earlier, a game three or four, and then nails down your four wins to, uh, four innings to get another win. Yeah, let's do a little history here. You go back uh, since the turn of the 21st century. When Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling split that award in 2001 for the Diamondbacks, only four pitchers have won World Series MVP. It was Josh Beckett with the Marlins in oh. 2003, Cole Hamels in 2008 with the Phillies, Mad Bum in 2014 for the Giants, and then the aforementioned Steven Strasburg in 2019. That is amazing. By the way, splitting the award is so lame. Like, make a decision. Yeah, I was know. it Schilling I or know. was it the big unit? Like, come on. It's what? this damn participation trophy era, Dave. Do they split? Do they have like a, did they cut it in half and each one gets a half of their. Okay, so if we don't think it's going to be a pitcher per se here, Wes, let's try to figure out who we think likely uh, hitters could be to get this award. Altuve, obviously the shortest price here at plus 900. Brantley's interesting to me at 10 1. Feels like it should be longer mm-hmm. to me. Alvarez, obviously, is your beast there at 10-1 to 1 in the way he hit uh, in the ALCS just to get to World Series here. Are there any names that jump off the page to you that say, I think this is good value? I was looking a little bit down the board for some Astros. And uh, look, uh, Carlos Correa, not that far down the board at 12-1. At to 1. I think uh, he's a guy that certainly could have some value. Uh, Yuri Gurriel, uh, who actually, you know, when you look at that pure average weighted run value, he actually leads the Astros in terms of hitters. Uh, 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 very good against curveballs and changeups, especially. Probably his worst pitch to face is a fastball. But you look at Gurriel, who was the American League batting champion. Lefties against lefties this year, he's 925 OPS. He had more homers against left-handers this year, despite having 189 fewer plate appearances hmm. against left-handed pitching. And the Braves pitching staff is very lefty-heavy. You've got Max Fried in the starting rotation. You've got Smith and Tyler Matzik and A.J. Minter, all left-handers out of the bullpen, who are probably going to have to be multiple innings eaters uh, in terms of how the game is played, as we were just talking about a few minutes ago. So... Yuri Gurriel is going to have a lot of chances, and that's why I thought he had appealing odds. I was surprised to see him at 25 to 1. I'm not saying he should be down there with Altuve or Brantley or Alvarez, but I thought maybe 15 to 1 might be a fair yeah. price on Gurriel. So 25 to 1 at BetMGM, that is not a bad price, and I think that's pretty much the market average or market consensus on him. So if I was looking for a little bit of a long shot, at least on the Houston side, it would be Gurriel. Yeah, it's interesting, and I like the way you broke it down here, that you might want to go right-handed hitter heavy here, and that would kind of take away a guy like Alvarez out 10 to 1 if you believe the Strohs are going to go ahead and win this thing. Let's flip the script here and talk about the Bravos and obviously when you see Freddie Freeman at the shortest price here he's the first one on the board there at 11 to 1 I, I am intrigued though a little bit by Austin Riley at 16 mm-hmm. to 1 do you think there's any va- value there for the uh, big right-handed star yeah I think there certainly could be because you know you're going to have the tax on, on on Freddie Freeman and Kyle Tucker I was looking a little bit at Eddie Rosario I'd like to get him at a little bigger price I kind of think him and Riley should be reversed I uh, agree really really on that board so those were guys I was looking at. If you're really looking for a long shot here, might be Dansby Swanson. Oh, and, what? And, and that, and he's not even, I don't think, on our graphic. Dansby think, Swanson. I think he was in the 30s or the 40s, and he had a really down season offensively and, you know, has been below average. He's only 237 here in the 
postseason, 263 slugging, doesn't even have a walk in in the postseason. But he is going to play every game this series, barring injury. He's one of the rare Braves hitters who are above average against sinker balls, which that's what you're going to get from Valdez. That's what you're going to get from Jose Urquidy and Christian Javier and Kendall Graveman. So he's one of the better sinker ball pitchers. So that's why I thought, okay, maybe that's worth the long shot. Like I know some people are maybe bringing Solaire, but how much playing time is Solaire going to get so that's why I think it's very hard you know because it's kind of going to be it seems like a split with him and Adam Duvall and those guys so Solaire's not going to be out there every day and Dansby Swanson is going to be out there every day so that was a guy maybe if you're really wanting to get a little crazy with the cheese whiz here (laughs) that I would look down the board on uh, if you're wanting to skirt like the Freemans and the Rosarios it's a great point because again had the Dodgers come back and beaten the Braves I think Chris Taylor would have been the MVP for the Dodgers, and nobody would have been talking about Chris Taylor uh, to be that guy uh, at the beginning of a series like that. So maybe a Dansby Swanson, to your point, Wes, because he's going to have the opportunity. Because mm-hmm. they're going to pitch to him. Right? They're going to pitch to get to him. Yeah, because they're not afraid of him, right. obviously, with those numbers with a 237 batting average and a little bit over 260 slugging. That's not a guy that exactly sends shivers up your spine. I like that. I, I like that uh, rationale in the way of thinking to get some better value there. Let's talk more specifics about Game 1 today. And again, the Braves in the run line here, uh, which did pay dividends for me a couple times when I listened to, to Will Hill last week. And we're going to have Will on uh, in just a little bit to break uh, more down this Game 1. You look at it here, they can get you. Uh, it's minus 190. you got to lay a lot of juice here if you want to take that run and a half here. Over-under set at 8.5. Braves in the money line to win game one, plus 105. So a small number here uh, either way if you're backer of the Astros or the Braves. How would you break down what you think might be the best avenue of approach Yeah, here? I have not bet this game yet in terms of any type of side or total or run line or anything like that. But I'll go back to what I mentioned last segment in terms of uh, Framber Valdez. I think over. Now, over strikeouts I know are such a risk and that's why you get a little bit of plus money on that because it's like, okay, how long are they not going to have these quick hooks for these guys? So that's what you worry about a little bit. But I'll go back to Valdez. Really good matchup against this Braves lineup that's not necessarily good against left-handed pitching and not necessarily good against sinker pitchers, which, of course, Framber Valdez primarily is. And he also mixes in the curveball, which is really his best pitch. I think uh, hitters are only hitting like 153x batting average against that curveball. So, uh, you know, Valdez is also facing an average of 25.4 batters a game this postseason. So that tells you that he's at least not getting pulled in the third and the fourth inning, that at least he's kind of working into the fifth inning. So I think over four and a half strikeouts actually had some value on the left-hander. If you believe the Strohs are going to win game one here, I know what people are thinking, right? Well, they're not just going to win by one. They can win by two. So I'm going to take that minus run line on the run line, minus one and a half, and get that plus 150. 50. Is that a danger, though? Because, again, home team, you're not going to bat in the ninth inning if you're up. Mm-hmm. So you don't even get that that extra at-bat at yeah. to try to get those yeah, runs. Yeah, usually, and I'm I'm the opposite of most people in the market. I like to take the plus run and a half, especially if, like, the total is getting bet under. Yeah. I like to do that, so I'm not a big run line layer in the first place. All right, we're going to talk much more about this with Will Hill, plus looking to some odds in week uh, number eight, I believe, coming up in the NFL that maybe he likes early in the week. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you to Showtime with a special offer on the World Series. Simply place a $10 money on wager on any game, and if either team hits a home run in the game, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of the bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy the World Series like never before with BetMGM's live betting options and boosted odds specials at your fingertips for every single game. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com to use the bonus code VSIN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets. If a home run is hit in the World Series game, you wager on. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility restrictions and requirements. Rewards issued on non-withdrawable fee bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. It is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN. And Wes, I always love catching up with Will Hill, whether we're talking baseball or the NFL. I told you guys I missed you guys on the Green Zone this week. Can't wait to get back into action next week for week number eight. Let's bring in Will Hill. And Will, when we look ahead to week eight, and I wonder if there's already some numbers out there that you already like here on a Tuesday. Let's talk about Thursday night because the Packers, Devontae Adams, we don't know. He's on the COVID list. He may or may not play. Probably looks like he won't right now. Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator, he's got COVID, won't make the trip. They're in concussion protocol here. But I think you have a lean to the pack taking the six. Yeah, we, we missed you Sunday on the green zone, Dave. I mean, there's nothing worse than a whiny handicapper, and you had two of them on Sunday. Wes and I were both crying <laughs> our beer about, about the Washington beat, which they outgained Green Bay by like 130 yards. They outrushed them like 200 to 57, beat them in yards per play. They're getting nine and a half, and they, they don't even come close to cover the number. We actually had three on that show, Will, because Tim Murray in the late session, he picked up where we left off. So he was the whiner in the late session games. We were whining early with the Washington football team. That shouldn't make me feel better, but it does. It does. <laughs> I'm looking to bet against Green Bay going forward. I'm actually looking to bet against both these teams. Well, look, the, the look-ahead line was three, three-and-a-half. I just can't get to three points for a wide receiver. They moved this line three points with, with Adams' absence or potential absence. I think part of that baked in is the idea that if Adams is COVID positive, that maybe other guys are COVID positive, so they're trying to get ahead of it. To me, that's just a crazy overreaction. I don't think there's any receiver in the league worth three points. Uh, I think you just have to grab Green Bay at plus six, assuming – you know, nobody else is out for Green Bay. This is uh, this looks like a bargain for me in a play at Green Bay plus six. Very quickly to that point, uh, would you want to hold then? Could do you guys anticipate the number going up here because of those issues? If Adams is out and the coordinator's out, and who knows if this affects the rest of the coaching staff? Do you think it might go up even more? Will I don't. I mean, seven's such a key number. You'll just get so much sharp money. Assuming nobody else is out for Green Bay, if this thing hits seven, they're just going to be flooded 
with, with sharp money and even public money. I mean, people see Aaron Rodgers on primetime getting you know a full touchdown. People are going to be lining up to bet the Packers. And you know, sometimes the dog is the right side. Sometimes the public side is the right side. I think this number will come down. You know, if I had to guess, this would close. Uh, closer to maybe four, four and a half. I just think, you know, six is, is such an overreaction to Adams being out. Yeah, that would be the way I would lean here. But these are kind of like two teams I actually want to go against here because as Will was talking about, I don't think Green Bay is really that good. And and I think they've kind of been playing some lower echelon yeah. offenses, which they're not getting here against Arizona. But I do think six is a big number. And look, both of these teams we were talking about kind of like spread records, which I think a lot of betters kind of pay attention to, maybe more than they should. Green Bay and Arizona are two, three respectively, six and one against the number. So it's kind of like two teams you want to go against. But I'd be on Will's side here just on the overreaction and just playing against that. But uh, one thing, uh, I don't know if there's a real overreaction in this other game you like, Will, and it's a big favorite here. Los Angeles Rams, they didn't get away from Detroit until about the final three or four minutes of that game. But nevertheless, a win is a win, and you scan, discard, select, and move on. But... Now laying two touchdowns at Houston. Uh, Will, you like the big favorite on the road here. Yeah, you're not getting the best of the number here. At 15, I would honestly still lay it, which I don't know if there's, you know, probably less than a handful of times I've ever laid 15, never mind 15 on the road. But I think it's actually a good spot for the Rams. You know, coaches talk about this a lot. Their dream scenario for coaches, their team doesn't play well. They can be hard on them in the film room in practice, but they still get away with the win. That was the Rams last week. They weren't very impressive. You know, they were down 13-3, to and they got the benefit of, of a shaky pass interference call where that game could have turned. Lions could have had the ball up 10 points. Uh, instead, the, the Rams keep the ball, end up scoring, make it 13-10. Of course, they go on to win the game, but they were not impressive, which is why I like them this week. I think, that you know, th- they'll be uh, more focused. They're, that was like a C, C-minus effort last week. I think they will be sharp this week. And, you know, when it comes to covering a big number, it's really just about desire. It's about effort, motivation. And off of a bad performance, I think they can kind of name their score against Houston, and I think they will. I mean, I'd be interested to hear some of the uh, some of the guys who do the power ratings, some of the bookmakers. To me, this Houston team, I, I know we do this every year where the, the worst team in the league is, you know, the worst team of all time. And we did that last year with the Jets. Is this the worst team of all time? And there tends to be some recency bias. This Houston team is just awful. I mean, they were getting 20 the other day. They're up 5 nothing. Arizona sleepwalking through the game. And, and the next thing you know, Arizona wins the game 31-5 to and, and pulls away. I mean, think about it this way with Houston. They were 4-12 and last year, and they had a top-five quarterback give you basically an MVP-level season with Watson. I think he had 32 touchdowns, four or five interceptions. Now they're on a third-string rookie. They've just got holes all over the roster. I think this is, you know... 38-7, 38-10. I think the Rams kind of named their score here. I would just say this for the record. I would have had a lot of tickets that would have cashed with my teasers if Houston could have lost by just 24 and a half or less. But they couldn't even do that, Will, so I'm a little bit bitter. So I'm with you. I'm going to back the Rams this week out of spite against those Texans. Of course, talking with Will Hill, our recent contributor and points spread weekly uh, writer here. Will, let's talk a little bit about the World Series with game number one today with the Strohs and the Braves. Which way do you lean here? Because uh, I followed you a lot in the last couple weeks, and uh, I won some money because of it. So I'm very interested to get your thoughts in game number one. You know, I was curious where this series price would open. I thought it'd be like, you know, Houston minus $1.70, minus $1.80. I was looking to bet the Braves at a nice plus price. It opened $1.25, which is where, you know, it was pretty surprising to me. Now it's been up, been bet up to where it's like $1.50 now. So you kind of split the baby in terms, terms of where it opened and where I thought it would open. I do think there's some value on Atlanta to plus money. Um, you know, it, it's a, pretty similar to the, the World Series two years ago where Washington was an NL East team with a really good top three of the rotation. You know, kind of came out of nowhere. Two years ago, Washington was 19-31 and 31 to go to the World Series uh, after a bad start. This year, Atlanta's 52-55 and 55 in the middle of July. They're six, seven games out of first place, uh, kind of playing with house money at this point. But I like Atlanta's pitching. Uh, Houston is without McCullers. Um, you know, Atlanta's just – there's not a lot of holes in their lineup either. I think this is a long series. You know, if you could get Atlanta plus one and a half, uh, that might be a, a, a way to go for the series price. Uh, I think this is definitely going six or seven. Uh, in terms of tonight, I just grabbed Houston plus a half in the first five. I'm sorry, Atlanta plus a half in the first five innings. So that's the Braves' first five plus a half a run. I think it'll be you know a tight game, 2-2 type of game after five. So I'll be glad to take the half a run. And I think you can get over four and a half for Charlie Morton strikeouts. He's uh, well over a strikeout in inning. You, know, you don't get the free spot here with the National League Park. 
This is a, a, a DH park, obviously, so you don't get the free spot in the bingo card. But I think uh, Atlanta plus a half for the first five and then over four and a half for Morton are my place so far. Yeah, and that's a good point by Will, too, in terms of, like, first five. You can do run lines. We always talk about run lines minus or plus or minus one and a half for the full game. You can do a half run, obviously. The VIG is going to work back and forth here. But if you don't want to take that half a run, I think Atlanta is plus 105 at BetMGM for the first five innings. But, Will, let's get a macro sense of the series. You seem to think it's going to go a little beast, at least a little bit closer to the distance. Who do you like in the series here? Because, look, Atlanta, you got to give them credit, uh, you know, for beating the Dodgers and doing this without Acuna. But this was the Dodgers without uh, Dustin May, without Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller on short west, Julio Urias, highest workload of his career. Scherzer didn't go in game six. So uh, who do you like in terms of winning the series ultimately? I do think there's a little value on Atlanta. I'm going to pick this Atlanta in seven. I think you can get that exact series score at like plus 600 or so. Now, the hold on these exact series scores are sometimes high, so they're not always the best bets. But I think we're looking at a good series. It should be a competitive series, a fun series. I don't know how much juice this series has you know, throughout the country. I know the three of us care, maybe maybe like 15, 20 others care. I mean, <laughs> baseball, not uh, not as popular as it used to be, unfortunately. But uh, I think it should be a good series. I think this is going six or seven. I'm going to, I'm going to pick it Braves in seven. I just think with McCullers out, I trust the Braves starting pitching rotation, starting rotation a little more. Uh, they've really done a nice job rebuilding that outfield in Acuna's absence as well. And you call yourself a long-suffering Metropolitan fan. And you're, you're going to expect me, Will, to back the Braves here? 1999 doesn't still sting the nostrils to you? Hey, look, I mean, the Nationals did it to them two years ago. I think this is really similar to two years ago where I don't know if home field's going to mean a lot. Now, that's going to be interesting in the NL Park. The, the Astros are probably going to have to put Alvarez in left field. That might hurt them in those National League games. It'll be a fun series. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, clearly, Will is not as old as I am. He doesn't have the same scars that I have for those Braves. <laughs> Will Hill, always appreciate your time, man. We'll, we'll catch up again soon. Again, follow him at not the Will Hill you on Twitter. You got that Ric Flair scar tissue on the forehead, of, man. You just kind of like tap it. When we come back, bet now or bet later, we'll discuss college football coming up this weekend. It is the Lombardi Line. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.